freezing up your bra. It is chilly. <laughs> Get into that blanket. Yeah. I'll stop hogging it because everyone gets mad at me in the comments. <laughs> hey, Alyssa. Hey, Samantha. Welcome back. <laughs> Are you ready? To your own podcast. <laughs> Thanks. And would you consider yourself ready? I would consider myself ready. Well, then let's do it. Stuck at the office or traffic jam. Time to take it easy with Alyssa and Sam. Is that show you know? A pro. She's singing it in her head. Yeah. I did. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I responded back to someone that was like sad about us not recording, like filming anymore, being like, well, at least the the theme song will be in the podcast now on YouTube. And they're going to be like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Real slap in the face way to start 2021. Yeah. Since we finally can, today we're going to be talking about my makeup brand. <gasps> Which, by the time that this is posted, we'll just have to wait to post it until I launch God knows when, because yeah. shipping is so delayed. Um, but by the time it's launched, you guys will already know the name. So the name is Auric. A-U-R-I-C. <laughs> My eyes are just, like, watering. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. It's been, a, it's been a long time coming. Um, it feels like the longest process ever, and... This like last the last couple months like leading up to launch have felt both so slow and so speedy because like there's so much going on and so many things going wrong <laughs> last yeah. second um, because that's how it always goes. Like we found out yesterday um, our shipper boxes for like the c- consumers um, aren't supposed to be in like the warehouse until February now. So that would just that one piece not being there would mean that we would have to push the launch to February, which it's December right now. We're hoping to launch in January. That was like the whole plan. Yeah. Um, and so <sighs> we were like going back and forth and back and forth because they originally told us that it would take three weeks lead time to have those boxes in the warehouse. And we ordered on December 3rd. Where are they? February 4th. Yeah. Deb, make it make sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, God. So then we were like arguing back and forth with that person last night. But she texted us this morning to say that they would be in the warehouse for January 22nd. You know what bugs me is when people like give you something and if you accept it, then you just have to deal with it. But oftentimes, like if you ca- if you argue it, if you cause a stink, they're like, oh, OK, never mind. The amount of times <laughs> something like that has happened with like this makeup brand and, and not with small things either, like with like huge, huge, huge um, differences in price points and stuff like that, that there was one that they were like, oh, sorry, that was a typo. <laughs> <laughs> and we were like, that would have cost us thousands of dollars if we had just said, oh, OK, sure. Yeah. Which like, I mean, obviously, you know, you would it's wise to check numbers as a business owner. <laughs> but like, yeah, but if we had just said okay, then that would have been that. And I question everything. Yeah, man. As you should. Yeah. As you should. I don't, I'm not like up there like causing a stink about nothing. But, you know, if somebody tells me something's going to be one way and then it's not anymore, I'm like, okay, so tell me why. <laughs> well, and I think the thing is too is like with so many different businesses, there's so many moving parts that people don't even realize that you have to be that on top of everything. And yeah. you can't let anything slip between the cracks because if you do, then that it's like this one element 
for everything to fall apart. Yeah. Um, so that's been definitely <laughs> my experience. Yeah. No kidding. Thus far. But Tom, I guess let's, should we talk about the, the products that we're launching with? Well, but I kind of want to like go back. Like, oh, let's take it back. Yeah. Because the, like this is such like a huge, exciting thing. And it's, it's so, it's not weird, but it is weird. You know what I mean? Like it's weird to think like you have a makeup brand. It's it is weird. <laughs> and I was thinking about that this morning. I'm like, I wonder if it's weird for like Matt or Alyssa or like the people that are like around me to because you knew this was going on the whole time. But yeah. then to like just have it in your hands. Yeah. Because obviously like you're not there for like phone calls and crap like that. No, like having yeah. to travel and all this kind of crap. But like then to just be like, oh, that's that happened. <laughs> OK, dude, when I saw it in I guess we can talk about what it is. But so yeah. when I saw like the luminizer mm-hmm. in the packaging and then like we opened it up and I like I was like, this is a product. I like, know. This is like I could buy this. It's so different, too, because um, so one of the first products is the luminizer, which is like a liquid highlight. Um, and it's so different seeing all those separate components and then seeing it come together at the end, because like I had already seen the bottle and the pump and the cap and obviously the formula. Yeah. Um, and the secondary, like the box, it comes in. But then when I got sent it from the production line all together, I was like, oh my God, like this is so weird. Like it's so bizarre to just hold it and and see that all in one. And also it was it was such a weird moment. Um, we haven't, we've been doing like the bulk of the production during COVID and well all of it yeah um most of most of running this business has been during COVID unfortunately and so um you know we had plans my mom and I because we both live in Canada we had plans to travel to our different labs in different countries um and to be there for the production day um just so that you know we can be there to check everything and see how it is made and just like watch it all go down basically um, and so we missed that because we aren't able to travel. Um, and now, especially because we, we, te- you technically are allowed to travel for work, but, um, it's a, it's a hard thing to justify when well, you're also pregnant. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And so now that I'm pregnant as well, I'm just really not keen on taking them chances, you know, no, for <laughs> just sure. Really not. So, um, so we didn't get to go out and see the production line, but our, team that's down in LA sent us video of it and it was so weird to be like like I I know we've been talking to this lab for months and we've been doing this and getting samples back and forth and we've talked to them plenty of times and stuff like that but like seeing them seeing like a, a, a business producing my products yeah was so bizarre like I was like oh wait do they know that this isn't real <laughs> like, like are they aware that this is just for funsies like it just it's it's so odd like it made me feel it was so it was so bizarre to see that amount of product yeah and and realize that that was like what we've been well and like employees like putting it together and mm-hmm. you know what I mean like it's just it's so cool that you dreamed up the the idea to have a makeup like brand and then conceptualized it and then did all like the creative work and now it's like it's coming to fruition and there's just like video of people putting your product into boxes and that's going to go to consumers it's so weird and like the one lab um down in california where the one product is made the iduo which is the other product that we're launching with um 
they do like they have this like big sheet where it has every piece of your packaging on the sheet and then it shows like how everything is supposed to be assembled exactly and um the one girl from our team sent me a picture of that and I was like this is just so bizarre that someone like put together this sheet with our stuff like yeah it's just the most like mind-boggling experience ever yeah like this is so important yeah that like we need like a sheet to know <laughs> like an instructional <laughs> yeah sheet <laughs> yeah it's so um, so I wanted to ask you like because obviously you and I have known each other since like babies no I'm just kidding but like high school um back when you first got into makeup what did you think you were going to do with makeup like did you ever dream of having your own makeup brand or was this not even something that was on your radar I think for a long time I I I liked the idea of that but I was like oh that's not never happening and so I when I first started getting really interested in makeup like in grade 10 um I really fell in love with the brand MAC and that was like what I wanted my career to be like I wanted to work for MAC I wanted to like that that to be like my whole life because like Mac was my whole life it sounds so silly but like no it was (laughs) I I loved that brand like and I loved so much about what they stood for at the time and um and the artistry and and everything about it like it was just such a immersive experience and I think a lot of people feel similarly about Mac um or look back on it fondly for the same reasons um but as I I went on to actually work at Mac and um it was good (laughs) it it was like an interesting experience but at the same time like I that was the first time I remember feeling really disenchanted by makeup right um because there was something weird to me I coveted the makeup that I got so much and like I would just use it and use it and use it and like never let anything go to waste and like and then to go into like the back room for the first time and see this like surplus of product I was like oh (laughs) yeah this lipstick isn't made specially for me like I I I can't (laughs) I can't even describe it it was just so weird to see such a large stock of product for some reason right um when for the longest time it was like I was having to like buy one product at a time one product at a time kind of thing but that was like the first moment where I was kind of like oh this is hmm, not really what I thought it was for some reason um and then when I went to makeup school, started learning a little bit more about the cosmetic industry and and a, a bit about production, like not a ton, but we learned little like fun facts more so. Like the NARS packaging um, was one of the first companies to come out with like the rubberized packaging on the outside. So it has that soft matte touch to it, which is like really like beautiful and luxurious. And yeah, it feels so buttery. I love that packaging. Yeah. <laughs> the only thing that sucks with that is that it gets so fucking dirty. It does get so dirty. <laughs> I have like a, a blood orgasm blush. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's just pink on the outside. I know. Yeah. <laughs> it's not black anymore. It's, it, it's like the when you first take it out of the package, it's like, oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Like so satisfying. Like I just love it and it looks so different. But yeah, it gets a fucking mess. But the um, the story is allegedly that the reason they did that is so that if you dropped your product it wouldn't break. It wouldn't break because it, it wasn't like this rigid case. It kind of had that like soft outer layer. So we learned little things like that in makeup school. Um, and then when I became an influencer and I started working with brands directly, I was such a nosy bitch. Like I asked every fucking question I could possibly ask. Like anytime they would let me go like anywhere near like the product development room, like I would be in there asking questions, asking what they were launching next, like 
just because I found it so interesting learning more about the process and learning like what goes into making a product because it is so easy to feel like especially when we see trends that like wave through the industry where everyone's coming out with the same type of product like maybe it's like a really similar eyeshadow palette or really similar like highlight formula or whatever it's so easy to feel like oh then this must not take that long but it takes forever (laughs) like even brands that have you know tons of resources there's still months and months and months usually to produce products um, and then smaller brands who, you know, can't afford to do things the same way that larger brands can mm-hmm. years usually. Yeah. Um, and so that was like when I can't even remember what your first question was. Oh, yeah. Did I want to start to make a brand? <laughs> yeah. My answer is yes. I I the more that I got involved in makeup, it was kind of like this weird ebb flow of like being so in love with it and so like enchanted and then sort of being a little bit let down when I started to learn more and then trying to trying to like almost bring that like love back by learning like how much went into it because I wanted to feel like ugh, it's this is so weird but like makeup was so meaningful for me so I hated feeling like is this something that's just thrown together right and I think like learning about the production of it made me fall like back in love with makeup because I was like no like there's so many people and and there are brands that throw shit together for sure yeah um but there are also brands that spend so much time and so much energy and you know they are are just doing everything they can to like innovate and make really interesting product and then that goes from you know like the development room to photo shoots with that product and it's like the whole experience to me is like what made me kind of like fall back in love with makeup so I would say that my desire for wanting to start a brand grew the the longer that I was in the industry so when did you actually okay well I have two questions when did you actually decide this is something I'm going to do like in your mind and when did you start reaching out to figure out how you could make it happen oh boy I think I probably started I, I think I decided it was something I was going to do maybe six years ago. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, <laughs> I moved slow. <laughs> okay. um, and that was when I kind of started like conceptualizing the brand and um, trying to learn as much as I could and asking questions and all that kind of stuff. Um, and then when I started actually trying to put the wheels in motion was probably more like five years ago. Really? Yeah. You literally never told me anything about it. Because nothing was happening. Like, that's the thing. Like, we, um, so when I say we, it was me and my mom. (laughs) Um, But I, originally, like, I I had met this one person and this person was going to, like, potentially be an investor. And then that ended up falling through. And then I asked my mom to start working with me. That was probably, like, four years ago-ish. Um, it's crazy that it's been that long. Um, but that was probably about four years ago that my mom started working with me on it. And same thing, like we would talk to an investor, it would fall through, talk to an investor, would fall through because, um, we talked about this. I think that podcast will probably come out first. Probably. Yeah. Okay. So we talked about this probably on the last podcast then, um, where, you know, I, I wasn't willing to give up very much control of my company. Right. Um, because I wanted to be able to. I wanted to be able to 
have control over everything and not and not um you know be at the whim of somebody else that's not really involved this one investor that we had talked to like when me and my mom were trying to work on it um and and we were trying to do things behind the scenes as well like so alongside negotiating with this investor um we were trying to get it going on the back end as well which is a nightmare <laughs> like yeah if you don't know what you're doing it, it's it's abundantly clear like it is right. and it's so it becomes so much more expensive because you don't know what you're doing basically um and so there are there's this one major company in particular that basically acts as like a middleman so you would come to them as a brand and um they would produce products for you based on what you're saying you want so you'd be like i want a cream blush and this is what i want the packaging to look like and whatever and then they would go they have you know um connections like across all of these different um manufacturers so they would find a lab that could do it for you they would send you the samples um they would do the packaging packaging for you everything like start to finish as much as you want done in-house by them they will do so that was what me and my mom were kind of looking at doing for a while um and those were the people that we were talking to for like several months and we had traveled to go meet them in, in two different places because they had offices down in LA then they had offices in New York and this was four years ago yeah um and so we yeah this was like yeah no it probably was about four years ago four four to like three years ago we had gone down to LA and um they that office just like was so slow getting back to us Mm. they weren't really like as engaged as we wanted them to be um and I cannot even describe how expensive it is going this route like it is oh really it's outrageous like um just just like as one example um when you want to make custom products you have to open a new tool it's called so um like so let's say I wanted to make like a custom cap I would have to open a new tool for that custom cap so they would be producing like um you know like a, a piece for a machine basically is what I understand I don't fucking know um <laughs> But they, I haven't gotten to go to the factory and see it, Um, but they would be opening this new tool and that's quite costly a lot of the times. This middleman company was going to charge us like something outrageous. Like I want to say it was $160,000 to open a new tool. What? And then when we started talking to the person that we actually work with now, um, he was like, yeah, probably like $8,000. Eight thousand dollars to a hundred, over a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. What the fuck? Like they just—it's—it's it's, it's highway robbery. Like, yeah. it's, but but that's the thing is like if you don't know what you're doing, they can do it. And sure, like if you have all the money in the world, then great. It's super fucking easy because you just like basically dump it into somebody else's hands and say this is what I want. But it's I feel like that route, like no, like no, I don't know anything about you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. But like I feel like that route is so much less personalized. It is. It and is. I just feel like I don't know. It doesn't. If somebody did that and I knew that they did that, I would be like a lot less inclined to like buy their product. Not well, because yeah, not because the product isn't as good or whatever. I and you know the, sure that's an option but that's the how like I feel kind of about that it's like okay so you just like 
went on a website i know this isn't how it works but it's like mm-hmm. okay you went on a website you were like i like this this and this make it <laughs> yeah well and like it is it is kind of that way and like you know they they do a really good job and like this this company's won like tons and tons of awards for like their packaging and stuff like that and all these different things that they've created and they've worked with like a lot of you know the main brands that you would like know of but um it, it is different. It yeah. is so different. And like you also, you just naturally aren't going to be as involved because you don't have to be. Yeah. So you don't really know what's going on on the back end and what's not. Right. <laughs> and so you don't, you, you might not even know who your manufacturer is, what's going on at that time, like when to, exp- like e- there's so much that you're left out on. And also, you know, for me and my mom, we wanted to understand how 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 do we do this like we yeah. we don't know how to do it right now but like how do we do this so that we can learn and we know mm-hmm. um so we were kind of exploring that avenue um and we've been talking to them for several months went down to the la office didn't vibe with them they didn't pass the vibe check at all <laughs> um and then we ended up meeting the new york office which we got along with them way better and we really liked them um and so we were kind of just doing this parallel to trying to negotiate with this investor things ended up falling through with the investor we didn't move forward with that um and then we also decided not to move forward with the middleman the middleman company yeah um couldn't afford it (laughs) yeah wasn't loving the process um and also like you know it's they they have a lot of like in-house people like i was saying like all like their creative design and stuff like that and I just, I don't know how to explain this other than like, they were giving me exactly what I was asking for, but that's not what I wanted. <laughs> like, right. like I wanted them to <laughs> just get what I mean. Like I wanted them to interpret what I was trying to get across to them and not just give me like a regurgitated version of that. Mm. So the packaging was just not in line with like what I was actually kind of envisioning um, or hoping for it to be um, and anyways it just wasn't working out didn't happen um so me and my mom were at like a little bit of a crossroads because again I can't remember where what your question was um when you actually started working on it forever ago is yeah how <laughs> I'm going to answer that but um we were at a crossroads I ended up calling this friend of mine this colleague of mine from the industry that I had known for several years and um I was just like, he had mentioned that he was planning on starting his own brand. And I was like, how are you fucking doing this, dude? Like, I do not understand. I don't get how anybody's doing this. It seems like such an undertaking. Where do I even begin? And he was like, let's do it together. So long story short is, is what he said. <laughs> um, so that is who the per- the person that we're in business with now. Um, and we've done like everything ourselves, like top to bottom. And when I say ourselves, I mean he's like such a workhorse (laughs) and we are like along for the ride just like learning along the way and it's been like the best experience it's been like so much more of us actually being involved and feeling like this is like our business and our company yeah and not like we're just like handing the reins over that's yeah that is kind of what I meant by like the middleman thing it's like that is how it feels even like seeing you and hearing you talk about it and stuff like that it's like you're so involved in like these products like truly came from your heart sort of thing mm-hmm. instead of being like oh yeah that looks good <laughs> well and I think it's so nice too because like this 
this partner, I, I already gushed about the people that are on our team, but um, this partner is just so good at like interpreting what I'm trying to get across and mm-hmm. not bulldozing my ideas, not trying to make it something that it's not, not trying to like talk me out of doing things the way that I want to do them. Like, you know, he's just very in line with like, yeah, let's, let's, let's make it happen. Like what, what you want to see, let's do it and figure out how we're going to do it. Um, and so it's just been the best process, but anyways, started working with that person probably closer to three years ago. I think that that's when I remember you talking about the makeup brand was like three years ago. Yeah. That's when I, and I thought that's the thing is like, because you kept it so close to your chest, like that's when I thought like you decided you were going to do a makeup brand, not like six years ago. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, it's crazy. Yeah. It's just like, it was so, because I say six years ago and that is not me working on it every day for six years. No, of course (laughs) not. It's like, but that's when it came to you. Mm -hmm. you, Yeah. Decided. Yeah. And so I think like for so long, it just didn't feel real. And honestly, even for, I would say it it wasn't until the past like year, which we've been working on this brand, like, like it's been, it's happening. Like it's been happening for like two years. Um, and we started working with them three years ago, but two years like where we started like actually like getting all our samples and finalizing products and all that kind of stuff. Um, but I wouldn't say like until this past year have I actually been like, oh, wow, like this is happening. Like it's yeah. it's going through now. And that's when I started feeling like now I can talk to people about it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's even now talking about it, I'm like, oh, my God, like are we going to get to launch? Like I just don't – it just doesn't feel – like, how can this possibly just, like, happen? Yeah. Holy crap. This is going to be me really dominating this podcast. Um, well, it's it's your makeup brand. Yeah. I <laughs> so guess so. Like, that was the whole point. I don't think, I don't think people want to hear about... Me. Sam, shut the fuck up. <laughs> people aren't tuning in to hear about your makeup brand from me secondhand. They might be. <laughs> they might be. Um, how has my experience with Auric been? Well, you know. <laughs> you have had to sample a lot of products. Yeah. You got more coming. Um, <laughs> but you had asked about the the name as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, what a tumultuous experience this was. <laughs> we had decided on a name years ago. Like this was four years ago probably that we had decided on the initial name that we wanted. Um, and then <sighs> trademarking is hell on earth. <laughs> we had gone... Um, <sighs> We had gone through the process of starting to trademark the name in Canada. And I think we actually got the name in Canada, if I recall correctly. This was so long ago now. But I think we actually got the name in Canada. And then when we went to go trademark in the States, um, we it was, it was a conflict because there was a company that had a really similar name in the same field. So um, we wouldn't our, – our trademark wouldn't get approved. Right. And so then <laughs> we – had the choice of either moving forward without trademarking the name and risking um that other company suing us Mm -hmm. or changing the name yeah and I was so attached to this name like we had already seen packaging with the name on it and stuff like that um and it was just like ugh, like I was just like no like I just don't want this to happen and this was right after our wedding when we got this news that like we would have to change the name basically um and so I was in um South Africa (laughs) and so my partner texted me and he was like it's not happening like we have to change the name so I 
we we had this kind of brand story like gold is really like a big influence in our packaging um and kind of like the whole storyline and you know like relating gold back to like how valuable like people are to us and all that kind of stuff and art and everything um and so I googled for hours just like synonyms for gold (laughs) synonyms for glowing synonyms for like just like trying to find something that I felt like fit um and I've continued to do that for like so many different things like for like when we're naming the actual products and different stuff like that that's what I've like sat and done is just like looked up synonyms of things um and I through doing this I stumbled across the name the the word auric um which means derived from gold and so I I really liked it was it was five letters which the original name was five letters I really liked that um it just I I had to like sit with it for a bit and I like sent it over to the people that we work with and I was like what do you guys think about this like these are a couple names that I had pulled um and Auric was the one that ended up like coming through for us and feeling like the best fit and so all in all like having to like give up the first name was so devastating at first and now I'm like i wouldn't have it any other way because this name feels so right in such a different way yeah and I I don't know if this is hurtful for me to say but hard but I like love and resonate with Oryx so much more Mm -hmm. than the first name like the first name I was like okay yeah like I I I had to get used to it sort of thing but when you brought up Oryx I think we were in the hot tub when you told me like you brought up Oryx and I was like yes yeah like I was like all about it like we when we like I'm involved in this at all um when When I was developing the products (laughs) I was gonna say like when we saw the packaging but it's because I saw the packaging obviously you created the packaging but when I saw the packaging for the first time with it all, you know what I mean? I was like, oh, it's just like, yeah, I, yeah, I, I feel, I feel the same it. way. Like I, I resonate with the name so much more now too. And it feels, I, it was birthed from such turmoil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that it feels so much more like solid to me for some reason. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm really, I'm, I'm happy that that ended up happening like all's well that ends well. So yeah. that's that's where the name came from. I'll answer. I asked you guys like what questions you had for me on. Um, inst- this is Instagram. Um, <laughs> someone said, are you clenching your butt cheeks about the launch? Um, <laughs> well, are you? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I. Oh, man. I went from being like really, 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 really nervous and then we did the photo shoot and I felt so much better. I was like, oh my God, no, this is great. Everything's great. Like it's all coming together because like photo shoot days have and always will be pure magic. Yeah. Like I, I met my partner. I think the first time we actually met was on a photo shoot and it was like the best day. Like it was just so much fun. Like we had such a good day, um, for a different brand he was working for at the time. And Ugh, and then that photo shoot was so good for Auric. Um, and then I was feeling really good. And now I'm just like, oh my God, let's just get this out because yeah. it just feels like so slow. Well, there's just, I think when you care so much about something, there's a lot of anxiety and like stress around it because mm-hmm. you want it to do well. Like if you didn't care about it, you wouldn't care. <laughs> you yeah, know what exactly. I mean? <laughs> yeah. And, well, and I think that's the thing is like for so long, I was so nervous because I was like, oh my God, like are people going to, I know that I like it, but like are people going to like it? Are they going to be happy with it? Is it going to perform well for them the same way it does for me? 
and now and so I was like almost like not wanting to launch because I was like no like I don't want to like put this in people's hands and then they might not like it like I just yeah. it was such a weird fear but now I'm like oh my god let's just rip the band-aid off like I'm just so ready to just yeah get it done well because like it's so again like so close to your heart it's like anybody not that you wouldn't accept criticism but like anybody saying anything it's like <gasps> yeah yeah how could you speak to my baby like that <laughs> uh, yeah um do you want to do you want to pick some questions yeah sure and then I guess you can just decide if you don't want to answer them okay Okay, someone asked, how do you find reliable labs? Our team. So our, um, my partner and our main like product development, um, I always call her girl, but woman. (laughs) (laughs) Um, They both have worked in the cosmetic industry for years and years and years. Um, And so they already had like long standing connections with packaging companies fulfillment centers um and you know actual labs for developing formulas and stuff like that so they are them that's how (laughs) aces in their places otherwise it's a fucking nightmare yeah like there's just so many labs out there and like different countries as well um you know are known for being really good for certain types of products Mm -hmm. um but you might not know that <laughs> or know where to even start looking. It's it's a nightmare, dude. Like, it's, it's yeah. insane. What factors did you consider when choosing which products to launch first? <sighs> we went so back and forth. There were so many different things that we were going to launch with first. Um, I, the main thing was for me was that I really wanted to create products that I want to use every single day. And so, um, you know, like I looked at my collection of products like uh, from other brands and I was like what do I feel so good in like what do I love like what why do I love it like why do I love these textures and these formulas and whatever um and so that was kind of how I took inspiration to like move forward um and so most people that follow me know like I, I love cream products like I think they just look so beautiful on the skin and they offer such a different texture um and because like I've struggled with acne and texture and stuff like that like I I love and and dryness as well I just love how like cream products look all over the place so I knew that I wanted to launch with a cream um and I had brought this idea to my team of like I really want to do like a liquid luminizer and I want this to be a product that's really flexible across like different skin tones Um, I want it to be really flexible, like in that you can use it in a lot of different ways. Like you can use it under foundation, mix it with foundation, over top of foundation, mix it with moisturizer Mm -hmm. um, and just have it be something that works with everything. Um, And then that's when we started working on the luminizer. And then um, as we were working on the formula, I was just like, oh, this just feels so right to launch with because that is a product that I wear every single day. And it's like that finishing, like it's the last thing that I put on in my makeup routine. Yeah. And I'm just like done yeah like I feel flawless after that um and then with the eye duos um we eyeshadow palettes have been such a thing in the industry for the past few years Mm -hmm. I do love eyeshadow palettes I like eyeshadow palettes is like kind of a lot of brands go to for like a first launch Mm mm-hmm because it's kind of, it's fun. Like, it's kind of like a fun product to make and like. Well, it's a fun product to buy as well. mm -hmm. I mean, pricey, but oftentimes but yeah but 
it's like fun putting together that many colors and all that kind of stuff you know like it's just such a like it's such a like classic product but um we really felt like the market was super oversaturated with eyeshadow palettes right now um and had been for a while and so we had just noticed this kind of like lull for customers where they were like not really like using that product as much and again like I want something that people are going to reach for all the time and so if if us putting out an eyeshadow palette at launch meant that that eyeshadow palette was going to (laughs) sit in your like drawer with everything else right you know like it just didn't feel right and so um for me I have eyeshadow palettes that I love and I use them like interchangeably and stuff like that but for me it was always about those like additional products that I was adding on top of the eyeshadow palette so like that was like cream shadows and like toppers that were like really nice and like glittery and textured and stuff like Mm -hmm. that and so that's why we decided to do the eye duo so that's um a cream shadow on the bottom that you can wear by itself um and then a like really like nice like fine glitter shadow um that you can wear over top or by itself as well um and so it's kind of like three products in one in that way and you can get really different looks with it and that was like for me it's like no matter what eyeshadow palette I'm wearing doesn't really matter because (laughs) I'm like finishing it with an eye duo um and so that was kind of like our inspiration for that product every time you wear the eye duo I don't even know that that's what it is but then I say (laughs) your eyeshadow looks so good what are you wearing and then you say the eye duo and it really is like it's not even like I'm trying to freaking lick your asshole it's just like (laughs) (laughs) I really like it looks so good um I hate that I just said lick your asshole (laughs) you know what I mean too late now can't take it back (laughs) um what about your brand do you feel like stands out compared to others also major congrats oh thank you um I this was something that I felt really strongly about um when I first start started thinking about launching a brand so I have um I'm a professionally trained makeup artist like I've worked in the industry as like an actual makeup artist um and then obviously I like segued into being an influencer and stuff like that um and working really closely with brands and the thing that I thought I I started to notice like I would look at things from like two different angles like I would look at things as like an influencer and then I would look at things as like a makeup artist and those were always like kind of conflicting views on things because there's brands that are like really artistry Mm -hmm. and then there's brands that are like really consumer and brands that are really influencer kind of style Mm -hmm. um and so I wanted to like bring all of these elements together of like you know like my background in makeup artistry my experience as an influencer and how that's allowed me to try like so many different products and so many different brands and really get a sense of like what do I love and why right um and you know like I'm in a unique position in that sense because a lot of people, I've, I've, I have just tried thousands and thousands and thousands of different products. And like a lot of people don't get that opportunity, obviously, because that's right. ridiculous. Um, so, <laughs> so, you know, like I, I, I think that like that for me was like a really good foundation to start my brand with um, just because I felt like I was able to look at it from all of these different angles. Right. Um, and then as well not to like toot my own horn you know but like I I do feel like I've tried really hard to operate everything that I do in my business as like an influencer by like my 
beliefs mm-hmm. and my morals and what's really important to me. Um, and that was something that, you know, as we've like learned more and become more like socially conscious and stuff like that as like a society, um, and especially working online, like you just, you, you learn so much and you gain like so much from hearing about other people's experiences and stuff. And that was something where like time and again, I was left feeling really kind of like disappointed by a lot of brands that I had once loved because like when you start to dig a little bit deeper, you're like, oh, you know, maybe the people behind this brand aren't what I thought they would be. Um, Maybe the morals of this brand isn't what I thought it would be. Like, you know, I see where they're cutting corners. I see where they're, you know, dismissing people or they're choosing not to be inclusive or whatever. Um, And that was something as well that for me became a larger and larger and larger gap that I was seeing in the market. Um, And so I personally didn't want to compromise. Like I didn't want to have to compromise. Like I love luxury products, but like so many luxury brands aren't cruelty free and so many luxury brands are owned by real pieces of shit. And (laughs) you know, like, and I I didn't want to have to like compromise in all of these different areas and be like, well, but uh, like, you know, like, I love this packaging though, but like, you know, and so I think that that was kind of where I felt like Auric just snuggled right in to yeah. the industry. I agree. Thanks. Um, someone asked, is there anything you wish you would have done differently up until this point? I wish I would have been a millionaire. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wish that I could have started sooner, but... I I really wouldn't like just because like I obviously like the industry is so saturated now and like it just would have been fun to like be working on this because I do find it so fulfilling um so it would have been fun to have been like working on this earlier but I wouldn't change anything because I would know that that means some some cog in this machine wouldn't be the same right and so then it wouldn't be what it is now and then I wouldn't want it yeah so Everything happens for a reason. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's true. Uh, Someone asked, favorite thing to work on slash design? Packaging, formulas, colors, etc. Oh, God. It's it's not actually fun until it is. (laughs) Like, it's it's really stressful. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Like, for the first little bit, like, just trying to convey to all of these different because again like there's so many different elements that go into like creating a product and so trying to convey to all of these different people and manufacturers and labs and stuff like that what you want to like this extreme specification is really um quite stressful yeah (laughs) um and it's time consuming as well and so it but but when when you get it right like when you get a sample back and you're like yes this is the pump (laughs) like or like this is the bottle or this is the formula or the color like it's perfect now that's when it becomes like oh this was so satisfying this was so worth it and so like fun now um and was it the what's the best part or the worst part no you're most what do you like to work on the most like what's yeah I like I, I like to work on everything because like it's all of these things coming together yeah um I don't like I just don't ever want to hear the price of anything <laughs> because I, I want to just do everything exactly how I want to do it. But then yeah. people are like, well, Sam, that's going to cost money. And I'm like, I just, why though? <laughs> Maybe we all just like go in on this for fun just because like it'll be a, 
a, a fun, a fun time. Why not? Like, that's the only thing that is not fun to work on is like the numbers side of things. Um, but I, I really enjoy everything else. Yeah, it's fun, man. I feel like if I was starting something, it would probably be the packaging. Well, because like I don't know enough about makeup formulas to care, but like <laughs> the packaging would be so fun for me. The packaging is really, really satisfying for sure because I like as a consumer of makeup, I've always been a fucking sucker for packaging. Like yeah. I, which is why like I've always kind of leaned more towards like luxury brands because like I just I like the whole experience. Like because again, like that's what makes makeup like so special to me is like everything yeah every little part um so the packaging is like really satisfying for sure well and even if you like have your makeup out on the counter or something like Mm -hmm. that like when I used to travel for work I would every hotel that I was in I would take two glasses out of the the little like whatever and I would put all my brushes in them and then I would set up all my makeup on the bathroom yeah (laughs) and I would like walk in and be like so if like all that makeup is like this like half you know those um wet and wild blushes that were just like the plastic clear top that mm-hmm, always got broken mm-hmm. down the middle yeah <laughs> like if that shit's like sitting there it just doesn't feel the same yeah as like this beautiful like packaging or whatever so I agree I like the weight too like when I pick up yeah. something and I'm like ooh, my wrist is fatigued that's like a really like good oh yeah yeah um my god I know I can't even like describe it um she's dying yeah, I wonder if it's because it's, like, a little cold up here for me. So, like, it's as if we're, like, on the ski mountain. <laughs> it's so cold inside this house. It's as if we're on a ski mountain. <laughs> that might be a little bit of an exaggeration. This is what – this is the, the – <laughs> These are the working the, conditions. The, the conditions that I put Alyssa through. Well, but this heater isn't working anymore. I have to work up here after this, I'm going to get a tenancy complaint. <laughs> This is not livable conditions. I'm taking you to the landlord board. Yeah, do it. No, my house is super, super warm. <laughs> um, it's just up here that's fucking freezing. It is fucking cold up here. One day I was um, editing up here. It was even colder than this. And my I couldn't edit anymore because my fingers like wouldn't move. Mm. So I was like... Eh. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I can't work anymore. Like when it's so cold outside in the winter, you can't like text and then you have to just be like, I just can't. So yeah. I guess I'll just wait. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is something a lot of people have asked me, so I'll just answer this. Ha- has Alyssa helped in any way? Um, I'm not a part of the makeup brand, <laughs> like at all in any way. Other Everyone's than, like, a part of it in a little way. Okay. Well, sure. But like, I, I haven't created anything. I haven't, I'm not like Sam's assistant. I want to be Sam's assistant, honestly. Like I fucking, <laughs> oh, sometimes I just want to like send an you email. You say that, but then wait until like, oh my God, like the shit... I was putting together the PR list last night, and so I had to reach out to every everybody individually for their address. It doesn't sound like that big of a deal. Fucking time consuming. <laughs> like my eyes were like burning in my skull, like just trying to like type in this spreadsheet. I just honestly, like I thought about being a, a personal assistant like to like businessmen at one point in my life, and I honestly think I would fucking crush it. Oh, for um, sure you would. So sometimes I do, like when you're like, I have to do this, and I'm like, oh, just let me do I'm like, I'll go to the post office. Um, anyway, no, I haven't. I haven't been a part of it. Like, I've um, obviously been a part of it as a friend, like listening and um, like going back and forth, just like as like a an ear, I guess. Sampling um, products, having products sampled on her. Yeah, stuff like that. But in you know, it's like this is Sam's thing. Like, 
I have my things. Sam has her things. It's not like a in any way like I was a part of like, you know what I'm saying? You get what you're here for it. I was here for it. But like, I don't have my hand in the in the luminizer jar, you know, (laughs) (laughs) Um, but somebody in here actually asked, has Matt helped in any way? Oh, Matt. (laughs) Matt is in like such a different industry. So like Matt's in trucking. I think he's mentioned on the podcast before. And then he owns an ATM business as well. Could not be more separate from cosmetics. So Matt will like try to like lend his two cents every now and again. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. No, no, no. That's not. Um, But Matt, more than anything, is just like really, really supportive. And I think that's. I've met men like relationship wise and stuff like that and even friendship wise that have like really kind of um made light of what I do um because it's like oh you're fucking makeup like you know like I don't know and and Matt's never ever once like belittled me for anything like that like he's always really um you know respected what I'm doing and taken it seriously and never kind of made me feel like Eh, like that's a little fucking lofty like he was you know always like right behind me 110 percent. so um that's like the biggest way that Matt has been like such a huge help for me um because it is really um it's just it's hard it's hard starting a business and it's hard like keeping up the momentum of feeling like I can do this and it's gonna work out and whatever like it's so it's so easy to get in this place of like man like is this worth the risk like is this worth the time and you know there's just so many different like emotions that kind of go into it along the way. Um, and so he just, you know, was always rock steady. That's very nice. Yeah. Okay. So let's do one more question. Uh, someone asked what has been the hardest obstacle to overcome during this process? Let's end on a bad note. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. No, I'm just kidding. Um, um, it's it's all really difficult. It's exponentially more difficult doing it during COVID. <laughs> during why? During a worldwide pandemic? Why? What's the problem? <laughs> what I see no it not a benefit. <laughs> um yeah, it's it's just been like it's 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 interfered in every possible way. Like it delays shipping. Um, you know, like one of our products is made in Italy. Italy was like one of the first to get hit in a really big way. So our lab went from, you know, full steam to like 50% capacity overnight. Yeah. Um, and so things really slowed down. Um, and then as well, you know, normally we would be able to travel and meet with labs, meet with manufacturers and stuff like that, meet with our partners, like our, our team. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's also so different trying to do everything over the phone. And I know like obviously a lot of people can probably, you know, relate to that because so many people have had to start working over Zoom and yeah stuff like that this year. Um, but it's so different because when you're in person, like you're just able to like bang shit out so much quicker and get so much done in such a short amount of time. Yeah. Um, and and it's so different as well, like just like brainstorming in person too. And so that part was really hard, like not being able to see our team as much as we'd like to because we're half in Canada, half in the States. Um, and then not being able to <laughs> test products on people directly. Yeah. Um, because as well, like, you know, in January, before we realized that this was a thing, we had traveled down to LA, me and my mom, last Jan, 
right? Yeah. Fuck, that feels like forever ago. Like that feels like four years ago. Um, in January, we had traveled down because we were working on the shade range for the Luminizer. And we were originally planning on doing like a way smaller, like we were going to do three shades and then it became five shades and then it became six shades and now it's at seven shades. Yeah. Um, but we were working on this shade range and um, we had hired like a bunch of models to come to this like workspace. <laughs> Sounds so shitty for some reason. Um, and just try the product on them in person so that I could see like how is it working on their skin tone? How does it look inside? How does it look outside in daylight? How does it look under flash? Like all of these different things so that we could kind of see what we needed to tweak in the color of the product. And um, and then <laughs> never again were we able to do that. Yeah. <laughs> so um, what we had to start doing was like obviously what I could try myself and like and refine myself, I would. But then we had to start sending samples NDAs across the board. Yeah. <laughs> we had to start sending samples out to people, um, you know, like of different skin tones so that we could get people to sample it in person and take pictures and videos and send it back to us and stuff like that. And that was how we had to develop the shade range because we had no other option and we didn't want to pe put people at risk to make a makeup product. No, for sure. You know, so that was what we ended up having to do. So that will be like I, I say it all the time lately especially I just can't imagine like how simple in comparison it will be to like run this business and how much more like like we'll just be able to be so much speedier with everything and yeah. and and it will feel so much more like oh okay like for sure we've got this and we're not just like fucking hoping on a prayer kind of thing yeah um because we'll be able to do everything in person and you know and be there so COVID has been I'm, I'm grateful almost in a way that we've had to run the bulk of our business during this time because we learned all these ways to get creative and right. figure out how to do it anyways. Um, but it'll be fucking awesome when we don't have to. Yeah. It's almost <laughs> like, like you, you're doing the hardest part in the worst circumstances. So like, mm -hmm. you know, you could do it in the best and, yeah exactly yeah so well and like we get to miss out on a lot of like we've we've missed out on a lot of things like not being able to be there for production was really yeah. shitty and stuff because it was just and like my mom both of us really but like my mom's like so emotional and it just sucks like it just sucks like having worked on this thing and then not be able to be there for like such a huge moment and see it for yeah. the first time and you know because we won't get that moment back like we no. won't be in production for the first time ever ever again yeah so, you know, it's just been a, it's been a different experience, but I would say that's been, there's been a lot of challenges, but I think that's been the one that continually has been like, oh, fuck. Like, COVID. Yeah. Like I just. You wish. and literally everybody in the world. <laughs> exactly. <yeah. laughs> but like, exactly. you know, I can't imagine how, like trying to start a business like, you know, mm -hmm. during this time. And I know a lot of people have struggled and. Ugh, yeah. COVID. What like, a fucking year, man. If 2021 doesn't shape up, I swear to shit. Yeah. I don't know. I, you know, there was like a lot of negative things in 2020 for me, for sure. But like, also, I, I still feel grateful. Like I still had a good year. I think like a lot of really like exciting new beginnings for sure. Yeah. In 2020, especially yeah. for you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's it. Yeah. That's literally it. That is all no. <laughs> that there is to know. I'm we could probably sit here like all day and answer questions. Yeah. Um, but I'm sure that you're gonna 
you know, be answering questions about it. But take me out to dinner first. Okay. I don't let it all go on the first date, guys. Oh, stop. You saucy minx. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, it was a pleasure to hear some new things, actually, that I didn't even know. Hey, I'm here for it. And uh, go buy it, guys. (laughs) Please buy it. (laughs) That's it. All right, guys. We will see you in the next one. Bye, guys. Bye.